found it. This is the Tidbits Podcast with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We're so glad you're here. Enjoy the show. It is a hump day edition of Tidbits. Final day of the month of May as well. Good morning, Matthew. Good to see you. Why, good morning, Dale. Good to have you back on board. Here we are. We prepare for yet another hump day. Doesn't quite seem like it's time for hump day, but here it is. You know, I found this uh, that says the COVID-19 vaccines have been found to make the virus more severe after vaccination, as well as increasing the risk of autoimmune disease, myocarditis, and cancer cell growth. That news comes from a recent peer review study published by the Multidisciplinary Digital Publishing Institute. That's a good one. Mm. MDPI. I'm with the MDPI. Those administered with two or more of the mRNA vaccine were found to have abnormally high levels of IgG4, (laughs) which are a group of, again... (laughs) Fibroinflammatory diseases right. that affect a variety of tissues resulting in tumor-like effect and or organ dysfunction. And again, everybody's lining up. You got to get your vaccine. Got to get it. Got to get it. And there were those out there that said, you know what? I'm not. I just don't trust it. Right. I got my one, my Johnson & Johnson. They didn't even offer that after the original flow. Yeah. yeah. So heaven knows what I've got. For sure. You know, it's multiple vaccines impact the severity of COVID-19, the study states. So if you've been getting them and getting a booster and getting them and getting them, you know, uh, who knows? I had the Moderna. Yeah. And, but I've not had a booster. Okay. This follows a number of recent revelations that the vaccines are linked to tinnitus diagnosis which you and I already suffer from. Uh, yeah. Severe neurological complications, including Bell's palsy and strokes and menstrual disturbance among women. Wow. Now, is the government going to pay everybody now because we're all bad? <laughs> oh, another payout. There we go. <laughs> this five grand should help you. <laughs> I, it's just, what the heck? I'm glad I just got that Johnson & Johnson, and maybe it was just found to not be that effective. Wow. But um, I don't know. And I only got that because I was traveling. Right. If I wasn't going to go, I probably wouldn't have got one, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've had any severe effects, but again, we constantly have tinnitus. <laughs> Yeah. Sometimes I feel like I've got Bell's palsy. I just, you know, I just stare at you in a daze. You what does know, that even do? It's like it, it makes the side of your face not work. Is that what it is? Yeah. It's kind of like a stroke. But it's, uh, you know, it's Bell Bell's palsy. It's like the side of you, one side just goes bad. Mm. Bell's palsy affects, affects a single nerve, yeah. the facial nerve. Mm-hmm. And mimics those of a stroke. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's just, you can't win, <laughs> you know? 
you just can't win in today's society. Nope. In any. In anything. Any. Anything you anything. do. Anything you try, you just, you're, yeah. You want to hear from one of the uh, biggest that's uh, suffered since all this is, <laughs> has started to go on? Let's uh, have another update. Bud Light. <laughs> Their sales suffered their worst week ever, falling nearly 26%. The plunge follows a 24.6% decline from the previous week. And the sixth straight week sales have hit have been a hit since uh, the influencer Dylan Mulvaney promoted Bud Light. That happened on April Fool's Day. <laughs> and they certainly have been fooled. That drop has narrowed the gap in sales between Bud Light and nearest rival Modelo, the special, which saw its sales move up 9.2% for the weekend of May 20th. I've tried Modelo, and it's, yeah. a, little, it's a little bitter to me. Yeah. Just bitter. I guess that's why you need the lime or whatever you use. Is that the uh, the fighting spirit? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, the tattoo fella. Yes. You know, he made... Look at those beautiful cars he's did. You know he's made the murals and <laughs> yes, and the fighting. Uh, you know the girl. Mm-hmm. She's a tough one. The uh, restaurant guy. Yeah, yeah. I mean they're success stories. They are because they drink Modelo. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so that's why people are starting to drink it. They want to be. I want to be a success story. <laughs> Anheuser Busch <laughs> owns both brands of uh, Budweiser and Bud Light. Uh, evidently, they also have Modelo S Special, okay? But it does not control Modelo in the U.S., where it's uh, it's owned by New York-based conglomerate Constellation Brands. How confusing is that? <laughs> so Anheuser-Busch owns it, yeah. but they don't control it no, in the U.S. No. Someone else does that. Yeah. Okay. A good thing they have it. Who knows what Anheuser-Busch would have done with it. <laughs> Another success story. Yes. <laughs> Transformed. <laughs> I, I just... <laughs> I'm thinking, you know, all this stuff. Bad news, bad news. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Now what's going to happen to me? I had a Johnson & Johnson injection. <laughs> We've really not heard about that since the very beginnings. It was the single shot. Yes. You know? Yes. Probably done its damage in one dose. Probably. <laughs> it's the, who knows what's climbing around in me? <laughs> you know, <it's> just, <laughs> waiting to pounce. You know? Just waiting. Because, you know, you had those other people that the government's injecting you with this so they can track you. Yes. <laughs> like they really care. Yes. What I'm doing. Okay. <laughs> yes, I'm a VIP on the oh, radar. Oh, yeah. You're, of the you're high up there. You are. <laughs> Yes. Why on earth would they want to do that? Okay. Yeah, I don't know. But people believe that. I know. Well, they've got a tracking device in you. <laughs> Let them track me. Well, this dude's super boring. Okay. <laughs> they see us here at work right now. That's like when, when the, uh, like, you know, I, we have Google Homes all over our house. Okay. And people are like, they're listening to you. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> Listen in. It's super boring and kind of bizarre at times. I mean, it's you know, it's, it's not like you're a spy for the Chinese. Right. Okay. right. I don't care. There in the Logan Sport. There he is. Oh, there he is. 
Uh, what kind of information is he giving from our government? <laughs> Other than he's critical of it all the time on the radio. <laughs> we'll uh, take a break for news. Look at weather. When we come back, <laughs> one in four homeowners in the U.S. are house poor. <laughs> what does that mean? Well, I'll I guess expl- we'll find out. I'll explain it when we return. Okay. I think I fall into this category. And we'll uh, do that coming right up. This is Tidbits. A Wednesday edition of Tidbits. Hard to believe we're saying goodbye to the month of May. It is crazy. But uh, this is it, final day. This says that more than one in four homeowners in the United States are house poor... That means spending more than 30% of their income on housing costs. All right? Okay. So if you look at your house, let's pretend you make, I'm just going to throw out easy numbers. Okay. $1,000. That's what you make a month. Okay. That's pretty much what my Social Security will be. Sure. Within a few hundred, I'll probably be somewhere around three or four. Nice. So let's pretend it's $1,000. 30% of that would be $300. Okay. Okay. So if you're spending $400 out of your 1000 for your housing, your house poor. So I'm trying to make it simple. There you go. Okay. Miami, Los Angeles, and New York City have the highest number of house poor residents, with more than 4 in 10 in each city feeling stretched beyond their means by their housing bills. Ooh. <clears throat> if you have a mortgage... And how these people end up with two, three, four, five hundred thousand dollar mortgages is beyond me. Same, same. What on earth are you doing for a living? Please tell me. <laughs> okay. Mortgage interest rates—that's what's been, uh, you know, which dipped to historic lows at the beginning of the pandemic. Now have climbed past seven percent. Although rates slightly cooled in the early months recently, new homeowners today are still straddled with significantly higher monthly mortgage payments. Because if you've got a varying interest rate, you made a boo-boo. Oh, you did. (laughs) You want to lock it in. Lock it in, baby. (laughs) Add skyrocketing inflation and stagnating wages. (laughs) And Americans, one trillion, oh, I'm sorry, trillions more than they did at the start of the pandemic. Trillions. Higher housing costs mean less set aside for savings, spending, and emergencies. I have to believe that many of our listeners are suffering from this. I have to. You know, whether you have a mortgage or not. I'm house poor. Sure. Okay. Well, I just have a poor house. It, it needs many, many renovations. But uh, that's beside the point. Rising housing costs push up rent. As well, meaning both renters and homeowners are feeling strapped. What's the average cost now? You think for rent here? That's a great question. I think it's five hundred plus. It's up six, seven hundred. It's got to be. It has to be. How do you do that? I don't know. Especially if you're making one thousand a month. My example. (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully, you're making more than a thousand dollars a month. Hopefully. I remember when my parents built their house, and they even 
you know, they sold their previous house. Yeah. And I want to say they had forty grand to put on the new one. Okay, that's good. And I want to say their payment was like, and they did a fifteen-year mortgage. Okay. All right, that's and it was good. like it was like six hundred and some dollars a month. Yeah. And in the eighties, my mom that stressed her out. <laughs> well, it is. It stressed. That would stress her me out. now. You know, quite honestly, I'd be stressed. I I don't like having that kind of payment. You know, I mean, you do it, you live with it. Yeah. But it's like you always think. I always have buyer's remorse from the moment I, you know, I make the purchase. I, you, you absolutely it's do. Immediate. Everything you it's get, immediate. Everything you get, you instantly regret. Every I've never seen you been like happy with something you bought. I buy Girl Scout cookies immediately. Why I have buyer's these? remorse? Why'd I get these? <laughs> you had that red Camaro. Yeah. Why, why do I immediately? Have this? I hate this car. <laughs> Motorcycles. Why? Why do I? <laughs> Immediate. Okay. It's, it's like, you can't be happy you know, with it. You just have to. You're out there panting all over it. You want to drive it. I do. And I'm sitting there. Why did I do this? <laughs> yeah. I just, <laughs> I don't know. So <laughs> anyway, it, the economy's terrible. Here's a Disneyland rider that jumped out of Splash Mountain. Why? On a boat mid-ride. You can't do that. <laughs> it uh, set to close to make way for a major princess and frog re-theme. <laughs> a TikTok video filmed over the weekend appears to show a rider jumping out of one of the attractions moving boats. And footage from the uh, ride shared Monday night by user Fatima Yusuf Wright. A man can be heard asking, what the? What the? <laughs> you finish it. What the? Before the camera shifts to focus on a person walking on a pathway on the ride's mountainous structure. What are you doing? Someone asked the unidentified rider who responds, I can't. I'm about to have a panic attack. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so, wouldn't you be more panicked being stranded in there? <laughs> okay. Well, you're around all those fun animals that are, you know, singing happy songs. It's getting ready to close, right? I mean, they're, they're, yeah. they're changing it. Yeah. Okay. Splash Mountain's final day at the California-based park slated for today. Yeah. With a revamped, what do they call it, Tiana's Bayou. Tiana's Bayou Adventure. Scheduled to open in 2024. I what? Why do it'd be like me diving out of the log ride because I'm getting nervy. I'm going to go down the chute. That's okay. that's exactly what this is. That's exactly what this is. Yeah, it's a log ride. Okay, it's exactly what it is. It's a log ride that um, yeah, has a big you know at the end, and I don't like that uh, free fall feeling. I know people love that. That's the worst. Oh, that's the best. Oh, that's where you. Oh, <laughs> I love it. I always feel like I'm going to fall out. That's the point. <laughs> that's the point. You get you get up in your seat and it's you know. I uh, <laughs> just give me some simple bumper cars, okay? <laughs> you, you stay there. You only suffer whiplash. You know. You sit on the bench on the carousel, don't you? That's what you do. You, <laughs> Yes. And then I'm getting dizzy. <laughs> Sit on the bench and still bench throw center. up. Yeah, you still. 
I'll take the bench there. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, geez. (laughs) Two tourists at Yellowstone can't do this. We're nearly attacked by two different bison over the last two weeks. Why do you? Gosh, what are you doing? <laughs> one video on Instagram showed a woman extending her arm to touch one of the bison. <laughs> Says it lunged forward, which caused the woman to stumble. <laughs> okay. <laughs> she wasn't hurt in the incident. Oh, that's good. Another showed a different woman taking a selfie. Just a few inches away from another bison that was resting on the ground. People told the woman to move, but she refused. Luckily, she was able to walk away as the bison didn't react. But in any other given day, it very well could have. Yeah. Park rangers. Oh, gee, okay. (laughs) Have again. The ranger's not going to like this. What was his name? Smith? Ranger Smith. Ranger. Yeah, I think so. I think of him. Warn people to remain at least 25 feet away at all times. The animals cause about one or two injuries in the National Park each year. Gosh. I'm going to stay farther away than 25 feet. I'm not comfortable, okay? Right. They're pretty fast. They are. I've lost my wheels over the years. Sure. <laughs> okay, I've got sure. a arthritis-type hip mm-hmm. that would not allow me to flee quickly from no. a bison or any other no angry animal <laughs> snakes gators etc <laughs> right you would just accept your fate and just stand just hit me just hit me do you just sit there and pretend you're you're invisible <laughs> <laughs> what if you did <clears throat> here's Here's a uh, tourist swam to safety <laughs> after she drove her vehicle into the water at the Hanakua Small Boat Harbor in Kalua, Kona. The driver told police she was following GPS <laughs> when she took a turn down a boat ramp. This this doesn't look right, Bobby. <laughs> it's... Why? Why do you just keep following that? Uh, this this seems kind of weird, but I don't know. Are you in the vehicle yelling at the woman? What do you do? What? I just, she apparently thought the water was a big puddle. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the uh, Pacific is a big puddle. You're right. How do you do that? The uh, police on the island said the incident happened at about 8 p.m. The 2020 Ford Edge ended up in deep water by the time... The driver was able to get out. Officials added the driver said she was using a GPS that led her to uh, take that route. Oh, my gosh. Do you not use common sense when you use GPS? I mean, seriously. Seriously. If it's telling you that you're on a freeway and you're on a gravel road. Yeah. Are you going to keep going? Are you going to drive down a boat ramp? Okay. It's a boat ramp. It's steep. boat ramp. It's not a road. It's a boat ramp. And and you could tell, you know. Couldn't you tell it's a boat ramp? I, did, I, I don't know. Some oh. people are just... Apparently there's an issue here. Okay. All right. To be fair, 
The incident comes just a few weeks after another pair of tourists <laughs> said they were following their vehicle's navigation <laughs> when they drove right into the same harbor. <laughs> So eventually, it'll be just a road of abandoned vehicles that you can just drive over, and you'll be okay. And, uh, you know, Shady Lurry will have a car lot right there. Absolutely. (laughs) These have never saw water. Yeah. A little water damage, it'll run, it starts right up, purrs like a kitten. Oh, my. Here's... Gosh. A story of sheriff's deputies in Nevada used a long rope to rescue a bear that got stuck in a person's vehicle. <laughs> what luck. You know it's shredding everything to pieces. A video showed the officers tying a rope to the door handle and using it to open the door from a safe distance. Once the door was open, the bear ran off into the woods. You know, bears go into the woods. What do they do in the woods, you well, ask? Well, we know. Officers reminded people. That's why there's bears representing toilet paper companies. <laughs> and they're nice and clean. Yeah. Um, they, they say make sure your car doors are locked and not to leave any food inside. They've not said whether the... You've got to believe the vehicle was trashed. You would think so. Well, I don't know. We have we have friends in Tennessee right now. Okay. And they had they had bears come up to the porch of the cabin they're staying in. Yeah. And they must have been unpacking because someone left the car door open. Oh no. And the bear got in the car and eventually ran away, I think. But I don't know that it did any damage in the car. Okay. Again, they're all over down there. Right. You get a cabin in the woods. You know, they're very common down there. Right. Great rental sites. And they're all over. Yeah, okay. They yeah, they are. It's amazing how they set those up. You're in the woods. You go up, you know. And you know there's other, you know. But w- this time of year, you don't see any other cabin. No. Because it's just. It's too thick. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. And the money they must make. We should be cabin barons. The people that own those cabins are probably not house poor. I, I would guess. And they, you know, they probably make a ton more during the fall. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because the prices do go up much more than I, I checked. The price is yeah. going up. Just like that. Okay. Thank you, Matthew. And finally, Maybe another- that's what DNM Enterprises <laughs> should do. We should have DNM rental cabins. And they'll be the best. They will be the best. <laughs> We'll go a little more primitive. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Outhouse. Well pump. Communal communal bathrooms. <laughs> communal showers. <laughs> Small <Where>? pond. <laughs> <laughs> we can uh, water view uh, cabins. <laughs> Wear your flip flops. You don't want to get fungus. No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> communal. <laughs> Uh, uh, let's see. We could, I don't we could have buy some. We could buy some uh, some old golf carts for rentals. We can drive those around the property. Make sure we get the, the real modern ones <laughs> that have like the handlebar turn with yes, one wheel. Yeah, that has the, uh, the yeah yeah. I know what you mean. Something from the fifties. Yes, you know, so <laughs> not restored fully. No, you no, know, it's just... still junky. You know. <laughs> 
Oh, uh, folks, we are terrible. We're like 13-year-old we boys. Really I'm sorry. Yeah, we apologize. It's probably boring you. Anyway, we're out of time. I had another bear story. Let's do it. Oh, is there time? It's summertime. We're, we're <laughs> free and we're loose and fancy free. All right. Several people in Missouri, a town there, have reported seeing a black bear. Salem police have issued the usual warnings. Do not try to feed or interact with the animal. And please do not wrestle the bear if you come in contact. Who's <laughs> wrestling a bear? <laughs> Is a former bear wrestler living there? <laughs> what kind of town Igor. do you live in? I'm Igor. <laughs> bear wrestler. He's from Russia. Yeah, of course. Retired. Yeah, he's, he's retired. <laughs> in Missouri, uh, it's actually legal to do that. Evidently, wrestle a bear. It's illegal. Oh, it's illegal. Yeah. Okay. Yes, this is real, police said. Missouri Statute 578.176 states bear wrestling is a misdemeanor. They had to make a law? <laughs> they had to put a law on the book <laughs> because it was a problem. <laughs> <laughs> All right, boys, there's too many people wrestling bears. <laughs> Who's dumb enough? We got to do something. <laughs> Does everybody there just get crocked and wrestle bears? Apparently. It's, is Missouri that boring? I mean, <laughs> Isn't that where they have all the uh, ransom? Yeah. 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 <laughs> so you don't hear much about that anymore. People Branson? still going to Branson? I think so. They still have all those theaters of. I don't know, man. The last time we went, there were, there were there were a ton that are that were shut down. Oh no, you know, the pandemic I'm sure played a big part. This is well before the pandemic. Okay, it was so just they like, were going was, bad then. Yeah, it was going bad. I think <laughs> in the wake of the 2008 recession, okay, it hit, hit Branson pretty hard. All right, look at the time. It's it's six fifty three. Fine, but we're on summertime. It's summer, right? <laughs> Put your flip flops on, man. Crack open a Modelo because you're a success. We we could do this show another hour. We could do it for, you know, whatever. It's a free-for-all. It's summer. It's a free-for-all, man. All right. I'll, uh, I'll see you tomorrow. All right. See you, buddy. This has been Tidbits with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We appreciate you listening, and we ask that you consider subscribing, leave a comment, leave a like, and thanks for stopping by. We'll talk to you again next time on Tidbits.